Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life, a day of life that it is just darn good to get to be alive. I am so thankful that you have invited me into your life today. (laughs) Good morning. Yes. Y'all, I have such a great devotional for us today, and this one is applicable to every single one of us. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what season of life you're in or where you live. This devotional, these scriptures for today are crazy, timely, and applicable for exactly where you are and what you're going through. Now, if you remember, I announced yesterday we were going to do something a little bit different. We're actually going to use every devotional this week to study the book of Romans together. I've been studying the book of Romans, and I'm just loving the the scriptures I'm finding and, and the research on those. So that's what we're going to be sharing together this week. So today is day number two of In the Book of Romans. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional podcast is Battle for Your Thoughts. One of my earliest introductions to the power of God's word came through a woman named Joyce Meyer. Maybe you know of Joyce Meyer. She's a firecracker, let me tell you. Up until then, it was just a book that I felt like I was supposed to read, but I didn't really want to read it. I read to check a box. I read to look the part. I read thinking that somehow it would make God want to bless me. Joyce helped me look at God's word as a true guide to living my life. There were secrets hidden in the Bible, and I wanted to know the secrets. Joyce taught on the battlefield of the mind and the effects of our thoughts on our lives. The truth is you simply cannot have a positive life with a negative mind. God did not create you with a broken negative mind. That is the attack of the enemy. Understand Today, there is still a battle going on in your mind, and it's creating either defeat or victory in your life. Ephesians 6 verse 17 tells us to put on the helmet of salvation. I want you to think about this, okay? What does a helmet do? A helmet protects your head, Do you see what the helmet of salvation is? This is Jesus' protection for your mind. The enemy is after your thoughts. He's after your mindset. Your mind is the full-on battlefield. And Jesus says, let me protect your mind, my girl. Romans 1 Verse 28 warns us of what happens when God's creation no longer seeks Jesus for protection over their thoughts. It says, 
And because they did not think it worthwhile to acknowledge God, God delivered them over to a corrupt mind so that they do what is not right. Their thoughts were wrong, so their actions were wrong. Why were their thoughts wrong? Because they no longer gave any effort to seeking God. And God then gave them over to their worthless mindset. So the battlefield of their mind was lost to the enemy. The message translation says it like this. Since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. And then all hell broke loose and they made life hell on earth. Now, what does that say? Who made life hell on earth? The people did. And what caused it? Their unprotected mind and thoughts that ran wild. I don't know about you, but I don't want God to quit bothering me. I don't want him to quit waking me up. I don't want him to quit convicting me. I don't want him to quit giving me that icky feeling deep in my spirit when I'm out of alignment. Lord, don't quit bothering me. Bother the heck out of me. Don't let me sleep if I am wrong. Have you seen a life where all hell just broke loose? We all have seen that example. We've seen a life ruined because of a worthless mindset. We've witnessed the battlefield of the mind defeated by the enemy. A life filled with potential that falls so short. We've seen it. But understand, Jesus always wanted to protect that mind. Jesus always wanted to fight that battle. Jesus always had victory for them. But when we don't choose him, our minds go unprotected. Girl, put on the helmet of salvation. Make time for God so he can protect you from the battle over your mind. Our minds are wild little beasts. The moment you tell yourself not to think of something, what do you do? (laughs) You start thinking of the exact thing you just said not to think about. Now, I often teach how to harness the power of your thoughts using the example of a refrigerator. For those of you that I personally mentor, if you've been around for very long, you've probably gone through this exercise with me. But for all the people who are new in the room, let's just practice this, okay? I want everybody, if you can, safely, if you're not driving your car, close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And think about your kitchen right now, your kitchen. Think about all of the details in your kitchen. Just don't think about your refrigerator, okay? Just, you can think about everything in your kitchen but your refrigerator. Think of your kitchen just not 
your refrigerator, your entire kitchen and its details are what I want you to think about just as long as you're not thinking about your refrigerator. Don't think about your refrigerator. Not your refrigerator, okay? Not your refrigerator. Okay, now open your eyes. What were you thinking about? Your refrigerator. Isn't it crazy how the more you say, don't think about that, the more you do think about that exact thing. And hmm, since we're studying the book of Romans, it makes me think about what Paul says. Sounds a lot about, a lot like what Paul says in Romans chapter 7, verse 15. For I do not understand what I am doing because I do not practice what I want to do, but I do what I hate. He's saying, I keep thinking about the things I don't want to think about. I keep doing the things I don't want to do. I can't control myself and I can't change myself. And finally, he says in verse 24, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? What will change us? What will help us control this mind that just continually thinks about the very thing we don't want it to think about? What will help us win this war on the battlefield of our mind? Well, let's return to the kitchen to see. If it's safe, once again, I want you to close your eyes with me. And I want you to think about your kitchen again. Go right back into that kitchen in your mind. You can think about all the details of your kitchen not your refrigerator. This time I want you to specifically think about your sink, okay? Your kitchen. What does your sink look like? What color is your sink? Is your sink white? Is it silver? What does your faucet of your sink look like? Does your faucet have a knob for hot and cold individually or just like one knob in the middle? Do you have one of those detachable sprayer things? Is your soap dispenser built into your sink? Which side of the sink is your garbage disposal on? Left side, right side? Is one side of your sink big and one side small? Or do you have one of those sinks that just has one big opening on it? Is your sink currently empty? Or is your sink currently full? Okay, well, that was actually exercise. I want you to open your eyes and tell me what you were thinking about. What? Your kitchen sink. Precisely. And what were you not thinking about this time? Your refrigerator. This time, it took absolutely no effort to ignore your refrigerator. Now, why was that? Because I gave you something specific to think about instead. I offered you a new mindset, a new focus for your attention. Girls, that's what Jesus does for us. Romans 8 verses 5 through 9 says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on things of the flesh. 
But those who live according to the spirit have their minds set on things of the spirit. The mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the spirit is life and peace. The mindset of the flesh is hostile to God. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit because the spirit of God lives in you. (laughs) That is such great news. The spirit of God lives within us through Jesus. And Jesus is our helmet of salvation. He protects our minds. When our minds are right, our actions can be right. And we no longer have to do what we don't want to do. We no longer have to think all the things we don't want to think. Jesus has rescued us from the flesh that causes us to resist what is good. He is the only answer. His spirit living within you changes your mindset. And this is how the war on the battlefield of your mind is fought and won. It is Jesus. Remember, what happens to us when we no longer bother with acknowledging and seeking God? God stops bothering us. We're turned over to a worthless mindset. We're filled with thoughts of all we don't want and pulled right into those thoughts and create a living hell, doing all the things we don't want to be doing. But when I seek God, when we acknowledge him, when we are given a new mindset led by the spirit, life starts changing. We are no longer thinking about what we don't want. We're thinking about what we do want. Our thoughts are filled with goodness and our actions flow from that goodness. And it happens naturally. We're able to take our wild thoughts captive and make them obedient to Jesus Naturally, we will no longer dwell on the things we don't want because we've replaced it with the things of the Spirit. You don't have to avoid thinking about your refrigerator when I redirect you to think about your kitchen sink. Jesus redirects us to our sink, to the good story he has for us. I often call that your sink story to the power that Jesus has given us to change, to the mind that is set on him. There's a battle going on in your mind. The enemy of your soul wants you to just stay stuck in a pattern of doing what you don't want to do and not doing what you do want to do. He wants to make you feel powerless and out of control. He thrives on this chaos and brings his hell to your corner of the earth. If you let him, don't let him. Devil, you're out. Jesus, you're in. My thoughts are fully on you. I find my strength in you. I put on the helmet of salvation and receive protection for my mind through his spirit. I have the power to control and direct my thoughts. 
Now, this is the last paragraph of Romans chapter seven in the message translation. And I, oh my gosh, I feel like we could have each written this ourselves. Like, listen to this and tell me, does this sound like something you could have written? What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another doing things I absolutely despise. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I just do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. Is that the way you feel? It goes on to say, it happens so regularly that it's predictable. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to just trip me up. I truly delight in God's commands. I want to do what God says, but it's pretty obvious that not all of me joins in that delight. Parts of me covertly rebel. (laughs) Do you rebel? (laughs) Yeah. And just when I least expect it, they take charge. I've tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? Isn't that the real question? The answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He acted to set things right in this life of contradictions where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind, but I am pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different. And here we go. The very beginning of the next chapter, chapter eight says with the arrival of Jesus, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ's being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. My mind has been reset by the Spirit, and the Spirit brings life. My sister, if you've been struggling with your thoughts, if you've been struggling with your actions, struggling to get yourself to do the things you say you're going to do, the things you know you need to do, this is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Put on your helmet of salvation. It changes your thoughts. And then the thoughts change your actions. So I just want to pray a simple prayer with you today. Would you join me? Come on. Good morning, Papa God. Thank you for giving us a new day of life. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us the power to change our thoughts. And we do that through Jesus. We put on the helmet of salvation today that protects our mind. And Jesus, we choose the life that your spirit offers us. We choose thoughts of life, actions of life. And we thank you for the battle that is being won in our minds today. Thank you for every soul you've brought to hear this today. And God, I pray for their families. I pray for your provisions for exactly where they are. I pray for your protection over their families, over their minds. Thank you for what you're doing. I'm so grateful for you. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ooh, woo! I loved this one today. <laughs> 
Have a beautiful day of life, my friends. I'll meet you again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.